Go, Georgie. Defeated by members of the Losers Club, the evil clown Pennywise returns 27 years later to terrorize the town of Derry, Maine once again. Now adults, the childhood friends have long since gone their separate ways. But when people start disappearing, Mike Hanlon calls the others home for one final stand. Damaged by scars from the past, the United Losers must conquer their deepest fears to destroy the shape-shifting Pennywise. Now more powerful than ever. <laughs> Kiss me, fat boy. I bring you Cinescape Magazine's review of It Chapter 2. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So, of course, we had uh, expectations for this movie when we went to go see it. Um, because, hey, we liked the first one. And they did a really good job. Andy Muschietti, or however you want to pronounce his name. Muschietti. Muschietti. He showed that he cared about the project by by just the effort that he put into it. I you know I connected to, with the with the characters. Um, I, I I cared about them. You know when they were going through their their trials and tribulations throughout the film, and uh, all of the technical aspects of it was were really good. Um, you know for the most part. I mean you know I have little problems here and there, but otherwise I really like the first it movie. So um, chapter two you're going to have expectations with it. And of course I did because I've read the book. Okay. All a thousand plus pages of, is it a thousand eighty four? I think <laughs> all thousand plus pages of it. And with that book, I fell in love with those characters because I, I know it's cliche to say, well, the book is always better than the movie. Well, sometimes that, I mean, a lot of times there's a good reason for that because when you can delve into your own imagination you can create your own worlds a lot better than what someone's presenting it to you as their own vision. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, when I read the book, I love the characters. So when I watched, when I was coming into part two, I was wondering how are they going to get me invested just like they did with chapter one. And so, you know, we go into this movie watching it and I have to tell you, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed by this movie. It is, I'm, I'm not like heartbroken by it, but I am disappointed because it is, it feels like I just watched the same thing again, just done from, done through the perspective of older characters. That's it. It doesn't, for it to be a three hour film and for it to not really do anything other than kind of what was expected of it, it's, it's odd to me. It was, it, it's like. It felt like when you go back to the, the 1990 miniseries, that was only three hours total. That's with credits and everything uh, to tell both, you know, chapter one and chapter two. And yet it seemed like with that movie, it was able to tell a lot more in that, that three hour runtime than these two, chapter one and two connected, where it's over five hours of runtime. That makes no sense. So there's a problem in the storytelling here. And, um, and it seems like, the first shot was really good, you know, like say when you're watching the Hunger Games movies, right? You know, and you had, um, you had, oh my God, I know his name. Um, but, um, the guy who, who, <laughs> oh, I hate it when I brain fart a person's name, Lawrence, his name is something Lawrence. Um, when he did, um, came in and did Catching Fire and then he, which was an improvement over the first Hunger Games. And then he did Mockingjay 1 and Mockingjay Part 2. Mockingjay 1 was really good. I mean, it, it had energy, it had it had emotion, it worked. 
and then the expectations were high. Oh, hey, close this thing out, right? And then Mockingjay Part 2 was anticlimactic as hell, and it just it did not hit on the same notes, which make no sense because it's done by the same goddamn director. So that's what it reminded me of watching Chapter 2, even though Chapter 2 isn't a piece of shit like Mockingjay Part 2 was. Mockingjay Part 2 was just a, a failure in a lot of ways. It Chapter 2 is not a complete failure. It is very, very watchable. It is very entertaining. It just doesn't do anything. And that's the problem. It, it doesn't, it's not scary. There were two parts total that, that creeped me out a little bit. And it was when the old lady, you know, comes through Mrs. Kirsch. She comes out of the kitchen stomping and she's huge. That was creepy. The sound effects and everything with, and the look, really well done. And then the other part was when at the end when they're fighting it in its you know other form and um and then Bill Hader gets fucking grabbed in the lights in the deadlights and he's just like hanging in the air there. That was really well done. That was very creepy and it and it worked. That was scary. And he sold it really really well. But other than that, <clears throat> this movie's not scary at all. It's it's almost like it was trying so much to to just be it was trying to grab the same rhythm that the first film was grabbing you know with the kids and and so it's trying to grab it with these adult characters and and here's and then there's another confusing part it's very contradictory is that the casting is amazing every actor that they cast some weren't enjoyable as they were written you know they didn't have much to say but appearance wise fucking amazing they looked just like them they looked you know everybody you know i like when i first heard that james mcavoy was going to play stuttering bill i'm like that doesn't seem right but then all of a sudden when you watch them on the screen you're like damn he's got the same like ocular cavities same wrinkles on the face when he you know when he when he frowns or whatever i mean it was just amazing casting and bill Hader was perfect as richie tozier and um the um ransone guy who played uh, eddie kasbrek the older eddie kasbrek he was excellent as well. Um, and you know what? The, the top uh, two selling guys on this movie were Bill Hader and Ransom because they are the ones that really just hit on all notes. James Ransom um, as uh, Eddie and Richie. They added a lot of humor to it and they added just that they were like the heart of the film. Absolutely. And I, I was expecting Jessica Chastain's character to be the same way. And she's she's fine, but I wasn't able to connect emotionally to really any of them. And it's and, and I'm still confused at why that happened. You know, this like I keep going back to it. This movie's three hours long. You're gonna make a movie three hours long. There should have been plenty of time to to to, to do everything that needed to be done. And it just it just felt like it, it felt very self-contained in a way where it was. Like they, the whole time the camera was in the, on the faces of these characters, the losers club, the adult losers club, and it's not taking any time at all to go out into the world of dairy and to show the 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 veil of of um of just um, dread and melancholy and and despair that the town is, has been going under the whole time that it has been there with its influence, and instead it's just. It doesn't do any of that. I mean, every once in a while, yeah, it shows it go and kill a kid under a bleach, under the bleachers, or or in a in a fun house, you know, behind some mirrors, or or you know, when a gay guy gets beaten up and then killed, you know, down by the river, they show it do it, 
and they sh- you sh- you know and then I'm glad that they finally showed you know they actually brought in something from the book that I didn't think they were going to bring in, but it still didn't feel it didn't have the same tone and that's that's what sucked about this movie is that I'm not I just I just wasn't feeling it I wasn't even feeling it with Pennywise like it, it was weird because it's the same actor playing him he's talking the same way and he's being presented the same way but this time he's not scary. He's and 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 I'm not seeing him very much at all. Like it's it, he's throughout the entire film, but yet it feels like he wasn't even barely even in it at the same time. Like his influence, um, from the first film, his major influence from the first film is not here this time. Instead, it's just it's just about these adult characters trying to get to a point where they can finally get the balls to go and fight it for the final time. Instead, and it wastes so much time doing that that when it finally gets to this final battle, I don't really care anymore. I just didn't give a shit. And and that 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 that's that's disappointing. I, I just I just didn't really care by the time this was all said and done. You know? Um most of the visuals looked really good. You know, um I mean some CGs were a little too, you know, CG shots were a little too obvious, but um but a lot of the visuals were cool. Um, you know, the uh, the sets were awesome. You know, the 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 props and all that, all the technical categories, very well done with the movie. You know that I that I noticed. And <clears throat> but but it didn't matter because if 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 you're not going to make me care about these characters like you, I cared about the characters the first time. And here's another contradictory thing when it comes to that. There's a bunch of flashbacks that they did where, where they have deleted scenes from the first film that they integrated in and then also extra scenes that they filmed, newer scenes that they filmed to, to, to work as flashbacks. And they were very well done. Like they pulled me into the movie and they got me um, connected in a way to the adult versions so that I could take them seriously as being the adult versions of these these kids. But yet it still wasn't enough to make me care about them. It, it felt like characters were wasted in the film, that they didn't do enough with them. Like um, uh, Henry Bauer's character, he was just, he just showed up every once in a while with a fucking mole going, <laughs> and then you run off. It was like he was, it was like a joke almost. It was like, uh, you know, he runs and go, remember me? And then he runs off laughing and shit, and then he goes and tries to stab someone else later on. You know, it it it, it is it is just absolutely odd and, and strange that, that, there couldn't have been more told in a three-hour film of a book that they cut in half. That makes no sense. And so that I have to blame Andy Muschietti over anyone else for this. You know, I don't know how much the studio got involved, but something is missing from this movie, and it's a big something that's missing. And so I can recommend seeing this as, a, as you know, anyone that was a fan of the first film and has read the book, but just don't have any high hopes for it. I just don't. I, I, I can't, that's it. That's all. I mean, maybe you shouldn't even go see it in theaters. Maybe you should just go, you know, see it at home so that at least, uh, you know, uh, you can just switch the channel, <laughs> you know, when you get, when you're just done with it. Cause otherwise, yeah, I am, I am disappointed by this film, but it's not a turd. It's just not, it's just not that worthwhile either. So, all right. That's all I got. So there you go. Thanks for listening.